kind of mandate. He said, create opportunities for me to bring them comfort. And then he also spoke to our hearts and he said, serve as many Holocaust survivors that I will enable you to serve for as long as they live on the earth. And today we're serving more than 600 Holocaust survivors, not only in Belarus, but about 500 of them living in the land of Israel. And the, the heart of our ministry is to love people into the kingdom of God one This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I am honored to welcome on the phone line Stuart and Chantal Winograd. Are you guys there? Yeah, we're here, Taylor. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Good to be here with you today. So you guys are the founders and directors of Reach Initiative International, and I, th- I think it's a really cool ministry that you guys have going. So can you start by just explaining to listeners who may not be familiar, what are some of the programs that you offer through your ministry? Well, Reach Initiative International is a Messianic Jewish ministry. I'm a Messianic Jewish rabbi, and uh, we plant Messianic Jewish congregations. We've planted four of them and oversee them in the land of Belarus, which is located between Russia and Poland. We also have uh, an outreach and training center in the Himalayan mountains where we train young adult believers to walk intimately with Yeshua, and uh, we equip them for compassion-based, spirit-led evangelism to some of the tens of thousands of young Israeli seekers that travel to India every year, many of them seeking spirituality. And uh, we also have a broad uh, compassion ministry called Project 58, where we serve orphans, children with cancer, and one of our big uh, pillars, one of the big focus of the ministry is serving Holocaust survivors. So what, what initially put it on your heart that you wanted to go out and help Holocaust survivors? Where did that drive come from? Well, 21 years ago, the Lord called me and my wife and our four children to move to Belarus, and we lived there for 12 years. And uh, when we received that calling, the Lord was moving upon our hearts, and uh, he was giving us a great burden for the Holocaust survivors. And we understood that not only had they suffered terribly, during the Holocaust, but they also had suffered terribly after the Holocaust under the communist Soviet regime. And uh, God was just giving us a burden and a compassion for them, and so we began serving Holocaust survivors 21 years ago. I'm sorry, was was Chantal saying something there? Yeah, I was just saying that that's really was an amazing thing that God did in my life, and we've been enriched, and we've been uh, able to help many of the survivors, because many of them live in, uh, you know, in poverty in Belarus. That's really cool, then. So what are some of the specific ways that you go about trying to help people? Well, you know, the Lord gave us uh, this kind of mandate. He said, create opportunities for me to bring them comfort. And then he also spoke to our hearts, and he said, serve as many Holocaust survivors 
that I will enable you to serve for as long as they live on the earth. And today we're serving more than 600 Holocaust survivors, not only in Belarus, but about 500 of them living in the land of Israel. And the, the heart of our ministry is to love people into the kingdom of God one at a time. We try to model this by the grace of God, and we teach all of our volunteers and staff members and disciples to patiently love people into the kingdom one at a time and to just continue to love on them, sacrificially serve, pray, serve, pray, serve. Yes, and at the beginning, we were bringing lots of, container of containers of aid and, uh, you know, clothing and household items and personal care items. And then uh, as, you know, they get to know us, we also created for them different biblical feasts uh, where they were able to join us and experience the love of Yeshua, but in a very, like, broad way. But we understood that we would have much better effect and be able to uh, touch them in a deeper way if we would get into their houses. And, and many of them are, you know, shut in. So they needed also the practical help that we could give to them. So we, about three years ago, started to dispatch many volunteers from our congregations in Belarus to go into their homes and to bring the love of Yeshua. Yes. And, you know, uh, I remember a meeting that I had with Mikhail, the leader of a Holocaust survivor group in Jerusalem. And I asked him, Mikhail, what is the greatest need that your people have? And he said, you know, uh, Stuart, we, uh, we have enough to eat. We don't eat like kings. What we really need is people who care about what we live through and what we are living through and thinking today. And I said, Mikhail, this is a, a marriage made by God because our approach is not to just do big events for you, but to be with you and to develop relationships with your people so that we can serve them better and that we can help them to uh, experience comfort, hope, and uh, meet their practical everyday needs. So he said that one of their biggest needs was having people who understand them and understand what they're going through. What do you think that many Americans, many of our listeners, may not understand about what these Holocaust victims are going through? Holocaust survivors majority of them, and as I mentioned, we're serving about 600, 500 of them in the land of Israel, uh, they feel lonely and forgotten. They feel like their, their lives are not counting to the people in the world, and what happened in the Holocaust is not being remembered, and they often feel forgotten. Now, I just want to add something, is that we're working with survivors from the former Soviet Union, those that were in ghettos and prison camp in the former Soviet Union. So uh, after the war, most of them were locked into a communist country, and they suffered under communism quite a bit. And right after the war, they couldn't, uh, you know, they couldn't go to a therapist because of all what they lived through. They couldn't even speak about what they lived through because 
it uh, it was really badly received by the population at large. So they had to bury everything and just move on. And and people, you know, they're survivors, so they knew how to do that and they did that. But so many issues weren't dealt in their lives. And when we come and visit them in their homes, they can open their hearts. They feel, you know, after a while, maybe not right at first, but after a while they, they feel safe with us and they want to open their hearts and, and try to unload some of the things that they went through. So earlier you mentioned that part of your God-given mandate, you feel, is to create opportunities for the Lord with these people. Do you have any stories of times you created these opportunities? Yeah, yeah, the Lord really put on our hearts to create opportunities for the Spirit of the Lord to bring them comfort. And we understood that when the Spirit of the Lord would bring them comfort, that they would begin to open up more fully to the love and salvation of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus. And uh, uh, Chantal has a, a story she'd like to share that that uh, will really bring this home. Yes, we have many stories, but I will show you about Nina and Lev. Um, this is a, an elderly couple. He was in his 90s already when Dima, one of our volunteers, visited him in his home to bring him a holiday basket. On, I think that was Rosh Hashanah. And so uh, Lev was already, his heart had been prepared because of, you know, the attention we had given in the past. And so he opened his heart to Yeshua pretty much at the first meeting when he met Dima. But his wife, Nina, she was really a skeptic, and she kept her distance a bit. But also she was fighting cancer and needed lots of help. And Dima became like the adopted son. So he took care of them, he took care of her, took her to the uh, hospitals and, and, you know, just was there to to cry with them and help them. And after a year and a half, um, when Nina was already bedridden and one of our volunteers was spending the night with them, the Spirit of the Lord moved so strongly in that house that Nina started to weep and she started to ask forgiveness to her husband for the things in the past that she had done that weren't right. And, and it was such a beautiful moment. They both embraced each other, and she gave her life to the Lord. And then the next day, she went to be with the Lord. So, you know, this is such a, an amazing story to me because God is really working to reach each and every one of these people you know, he, he loves them, and he wants to demonstrate his love, and it's so hard for them because of what they went through. But through patience and through all the unconditional love that Dima showed, eventually Nina came to be with the Lord. And today, Lev is, is uh, this is about four years ago, so now he's 97, 98. Something like and that. And he's a growing believer and he's saying, of course, I, meet, I miss Nina, but I know I'll meet her in heaven. That is really cool. Thank you, thank you for sharing that today on the show. So I know like, if, if listeners are like me and they're touched by that story, what are, how can they partner with your ministry? Well, uh, the best way to connect with us is to go to our website, reachii.org, reachii.org. 
And we also want to uh, offer to your audience uh, Yaakov Levin, who is a dear friend of mine. He's the vice chairman of a Holocaust Survivor Association in Belarus. Uh, he gave his life to the Lord uh, more than 10 years ago and became a very active uh, volunteer minister in one of the congregations that we served in, uh, that we began, rather, and he was serving in. And uh, Yaakov even traveled with me to other cities to encourage the believers. And uh, we want to offer to your audience the opportunity to read his memoir. It's called From the Darkness of the Holocaust to Light in Yeshua. It's an amazing story of suffering, but an even more amazing story of God's redemptive work through Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, in the life of Yaakov, this amazing Holocaust survivor who survived uh, ghetto and concentration camp. So you can get that uh, memoir by going to reachii.org, and uh, there will be a pop-up window that will give you an opportunity to get that. It's also offered on a number of pages. And uh, click on Project 58, our Comfort for Holocaust Survivor Ministry, to, uh, to uh, check out some more about this ministry and watch some very interesting videos of Holocaust survivors testifying to how uh, this ministry has impacted their lives. And what are some things that our listeners could be praying for for your ministry? Well, you know, right now we have more than 40 volunteers and five staff members that are completely devoted to uh, uh, serving Holocaust survivors. These 40 volunteers adopt one or two survivors, and of course our staff members are uh, focused on serving the survivors um, as their ministry. Uh, what we need right now is additional volunteers and additional staff members in the land of Israel in order to serve the, the survivors because we have a tremendous favor with a national organization that represents 3,000 survivors and uh, we need more staff and more volunteers in order to uh, uh, just go through that open door fully. And of course, anybody who would like to partner with us, uh, $30 will bless one Holocaust survivor with a food basket or special care or a gift. And uh, if people wanted to partner with us, $30 a month would bless one Holocaust survivor a month. And I just want to encourage your audience, you know, this is the time that God is opening the survivors to his love. Many of, most of them are in their 80s and 90s, and uh, they don't have a lot of time on earth. And that's why we're kind of putting all of our strength and doubling up our efforts to serve them while they are still with us. And at this time in their life, they're considering what happens after we die, after we leave this earth. And uh, they deserve our love. These are Jewish people that have suffered more than any other people on earth. They deserve our love. They deserve our honor. And uh, we want to let them know that Christians and followers of Jesus remember them, honor them, and care about them. Well, Stuart and Chantal, thank you so much for coming on Charisma Connection today. We really appreciate hearing from you guys. Well, it's been great to be with you, and uh, we look forward to uh, the next time. All right. Sounds great. 
Their website is reachii.org. You can visit there for any more information. You've been listening to Stuart and Chantal Winograd on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us today. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.